welcome to our Anchored Daily Podcast. As we prepare our hearts and minds to celebrate the birth of Jesus, we'll be learning from Messianic prophecies, the gospel accounts of Jesus' birth, and the themes of Advent. Well, hey there, Bethel family. It's good to be back with you again. My name is Jonathan Myers, and today we're going to be looking at Matthew 2, 7 through 12, and the story of the three wise men. Well, if you're a sharp-eared listener, you may have noticed that I already made a mistake around one of the most common misconceptions about the wise men. So before we go any further, let's talk a little bit more about who these guys were and the top three misconceptions that surround them. First, you may want to rearrange the nativity set you have set up in your house because We know that the wise men were not, in fact, at the stable and the manger, but instead they were at Jesus' house around two years after his birth. From the context given, most theologians believe that they came either from Persia or Babylon and traveled between 600 and 1400 miles to come see Jesus. It's easy to see how that much time could pass when you also consider that they must have studied the star before they left and prepared for, for for that trip as well. Okay, misconception number two. The wise men were not kings. While many elevated Magi to the status of royalty, there is nothing in Scripture to suggest that they were literal kings over a kingdom. Instead, it is more accurate just to call them Magi. The Magi, or wise men, shared something significant with most of you who are listening, and me as well. They were Gentiles. They were also people who pursued magic, dream interpretation, astrology and philosophy, among other things. And their ancestors were polytheistic and even persecuted the Israelites. They were undoubtedly enemies of God. Finally, misconception number three, we don't know how many wise men there were. Another blow to the traditional nativity set, we only think of there being three wise men because we know that they were brought that they brought three types of gifts, gold, frankincense, and myrrh. However, there could have been as little as two or as many as 20. We just know that there was more than one and they most likely traveled with a caravan as well. Okay, so if you've been listening along with us the last week, uh, yesterday we talked about the introduction to the wise men in Matthew chapter 2 and the beginning of their interaction with a very insecure King Herod. Today we're picking up in verses 7 through 12, starting in verse 7 here. Then Herod secretly summoned the wise men and asked them the exact time the star appeared. He sent them to Bethlehem and said, Go and search carefully for the child. When you find him, report back to me so that I too can go and worship him. After hearing the king, they went on their way, and there it was, the star they had seen in the east. It led them until they came and stopped above the place where the child was. When they saw the star, they were overjoyed beyond measure. Entering in the house, they saw the child with his mother Mary, and falling on their knees, they worshipped him. Then they opened their treasures and presented him with gifts, gold, frankincense, and myrrh. And being warmed in a dream not to go back to Herod, they returned to their own country by another route. You know, what really stood out to me about this passage, now coming in with a better understanding of who the Magi were, is how similar their story is to my story. Earlier in my life, I did not belong to the people of God. In fact, I was God's enemy and an enemy to his people, opposing him in my happy rebellion. I was pursuing other means of fulfillment that were contrary to his design. However, God pursued me. One day, when I was exhausted and hopeless in my sin, God led me to see Jesus just like the Magi did. Now I also see the glory of God manifested through Jesus Christ, his son. 
I see my utter sinfulness and God's grace offered in Jesus the Messiah. And now I am empowered by the Holy Spirit to continue on in life, carrying the truth about the gospel of Jesus. For the gospel to extend from the Magi in a little house in Bethlehem to all of us is nothing short of incredible. As we consider the glory of God manifested in Jesus Christ, our faith is renewed and we are filled with joy. We are all compelled to carry the truth about the Messiah to every corner of the globe, as God's redemptive plan now includes all people groups. May we all have the curiosity of the Magi, their fervor to pursue truth in God, and their full surrender and submission to God as he makes himself known more to us. Let's pray. Wise, merciful, and forgiving God, thank you for pursuing us and for not leaving us lost in our ignorance and in our sin. Thank you for revealing Jesus in us in a way that we can understand and receive by your grace. Please continue to open our eyes so that we can grasp more of who you are and what you are all about and what it means to live a life of carrying the good news of our Savior Jesus to the world. And all these things we ask in Jesus' name. Amen. Thanks for joining us today. Make sure you drop a like and subscribe so you are always up to date on the latest podcast. And don't forget to go to Bethel.ch to check out all the amazing opportunities here at Bethel Church.